lake of Owlsland. Um, there is a broken slippery slide in the playground area. This one's for the kids, okay, kids listening. Uh, the playground is North Plymouth. It has been uh, locked up uh, until the slippery slide has been fixed. So we apologise, but uh, once it's repaired, it'll be open again, okay? Thanks, Bob. Don't forget that slippery slide, kids. Is this working? Okay, excellent. Well, Mother's Day. Uh, this is actually the, just the third Mother's Day that I've had in Australia in the last 10 years. Most of the time we're in, in Thailand. My family, we decided that uh, we would actually celebrate Mother's Day. We weren't quite sure because Mother's Day in Thailand is a different date. It's 12th of August. Uh, which is the Queen Mother's birthday. And we were never quite sure which, which Mother's Day or Father's Day should we celebrate or not celebrate. It's like, you know, if I miss Mother's Day, will my wife get, get uh, upset about that? And so we decided whichever, mother's, whichever country we're in, we celebrate that, that Mother's Day. And so uh, my children have had everything in, in, in hand and uh, that allows me to be here because I know that they're celebrating with my wife um, this morning. I was thinking about uh, motherhood and uh, thinking about what does the, the Bible say about motherhood. And actually it doesn't say all that much. Uh, there's some lovely um, examples of motherhood in the Bible. Maybe you think about Ruth and Naomi. Or maybe you think about Hannah and Samuel. Or even Mary, um, Jesus' mother, earthly mother, and, uh, and, and the way that she related to Jesus. There's, there's a number of things that we could pull out of that. Um, but it doesn't really sort of say what mothers should be doing for their children, you know. It's more just general, you know, information about the way we should treat each other. There is one commandment, and oh, the children have gone now. I was, was going to say there is one commandment for the children, and that is to, they should honour and obey their parents. And so that's something that uh, maybe that kids for Christ can remind them. But in terms of just motherhood, I thought, yeah, there's not all that much. So I thought today instead I'd talk about gratefulness. And uh, if we could have that up on the screen, that would be great. Great thankfulness and gratefulness. Yeah. And uh, because the Bible talks about a lot about gratefulness and thankfulness. And uh, so we're going to look at a number of, of passages there. Um, G.K. Chesterton, uh, he wrote this about thankfulness. Is this working? Nope. Oh, there we go. Maybe I need to turn it on. He wrote this about thankfulness. I would maintain that thanks are the highest form of thought and that gratitude is happiness doubled by wonder. Now, um, this guy, G.K. Chesterton, he was also the guy who said, um, you know, Jesus told us that we should love our neighbours. He also told us we should love our enemies, probably because generally they're the same person. uh, even though that's a little bit humorous, it, it does actually give us a, a, a something to think about in, in this whole area of thankfulness. Like the people that we interact with, sometimes we don't have a lot of control over that. But we can either choose to be glass half full sort of people or glass half empty. And uh, especially with all the things that are happening in our post-COVID world, you know, I think it's, it's very important for us Christians to be the glass half full type of people and choose to be thankful for, for the wonderful things that God has given us and the things that God does for us. So we're going to look at a number of Bible verses this morning, but before we do that, let's pray. Father God, uh, we are very thankful 
that we can just be here this morning. We know in many countries in the world, the church needs to meet quietly or just in somebody's house. Or maybe there are only just a few Christians amongst the hundreds of thousands of people where they live. But Father God, uh, we just pray that this morning as we look at your word that you would teach us once again what it is to be thankful. Father, um, bless this time now we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. So there's three types of passages in the Bible that talks about thankfulness. The first type of passage is just those passages that, that talk about thankfulness to God. I thank the Lord. I praise the Lord. Um, 1 Chronicles 16.34 says, Oh, give, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. This is taken from that passage, that time when um, David was bringing the Ark of the Covenant back to Jerusalem and he was dancing with all his might and the people were singing this song and this this statement is actually echoed a number of times throughout the Old Testament, probably about five or six times in the Psalms and once again uh, in Jeremiah chapter 33. Now, for those of you who've read Jeremiah or the Book of Lamentations, you know that Jeremiah himself had a pretty hard go. You know, he was called to be the prophet of God and the people of Israel did not want to listen to him. And the king of Israel was, of, 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 um, sorry, of southern Israel, Judah, and, and um, Jerusalem was basically against him. One time they threw him into a well, other times he was threatened with death. But yet he could still say this passage, you know, give thanks to the Lord for he is good, for his steadfast love endures forever. And I think this is not only something that comes from his own uh, attitude of gratitude, uh, attitude of thankfulness for the Lord, but it's also a statement of faith. You know, he knows that the Lord has done all these great things in his life. And uh, even though many things will, will go bad or there'll be many difficulties in his life, he knows that the Lord is looking over it all. Um, I know in my own life, sometimes the biggest barrier to my faith and the biggest barrier to my own attitude of, of thankfulness is my memory. You know, I, in, in the midst of troubles, in the midst of difficulties, I forget all the things that the Lord has done for me. And, and so it's always re- really important to come back to this statement, give thanks to the Lord for his, uh, his good and his steadfast love endures forever. Uh, can you flick that onto the next one? Doesn't seem to be working there. There we go. And um, there's probably the word thankfulness is probably mentioned about 50 times in the Psalms in different ways. Uh, Psalm 9 says, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will recount all his wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise for your name, O Most High. And then Psalm 69, verse 30 says, I'll praise the name of the Lord with a song. I will magnify him with thanksgiving. Did you know that a positive attitude of, uh, and uh, an attitude of thankfulness and gratefulness is actually even good for us physically, our physical bodies? There's been research done in the past uh, 15 years, particularly in the States, where people have seen that those people who have a you know, more joyful attitude, a positive attitude about life, who are more thankful, generally live longer uh, and generally have better health. Isn't that interesting? And so once again, the Lord shows what, are, what is good for us uh, in, in, in the way that the Word is put together um, and then the way that the Word of God encourages us to, to give thanks to the name of the Lord.
The second thing that we find in, uh, in the Bible when we're talking about thanks, there we go, that is working, um, is where uh, somebody gives thanks for someone or for something. Okay? So we see in the book of Mark, uh, Jesus, he's got the 5,000 people, you know, more than, probably more than 5,000 people sitting there. Uh, they bring him just a few fish and a few loaves of bread. And what's the first thing he does? He gives thanks. Okay, he thanks the Lord for that and then distributes that and everyone eats their fill. Uh, this uh, actually comes from, from the Old Testament, uh, from uh, the book of Deuteronomy, where it talks about giving thanks to the Lord for the things that he has given to us. And by Jesus' time, uh, it had become normal practice for the Jews to, before they ate, they would give thanks for, for their food, uh, acknowledging that all the blessings that we have, all the good things that we have are things that come from the Lord. And uh, hopefully that's something that is a custom in your family today. You know, before you sit down to, meet, to, to eat, uh, it's just, it's not in the Bible. The Bible doesn't say we need to give thanks every time we sit down and eat eating something. But it's one of those helpful habits that we have. Uh, and, and let me tell you that uh, Korean Christians will even pray, uh, you know, uh, grace or, or say thanks to the Lord before they have a cup of coffee or a snack. Okay. And that too, that reminds me of a, a one time that I was with a bunch of missionaries. We'd been waiting, uh, meeting all day and discussing all things. We went out to a simple restaurant uh, in the local area. And uh, one of the missionaries stood up and prayed, uh, giving thanks for the Lord. And uh, a few minutes later, one of the waiters uh, spoke to one of the other missionaries saying, Oh, I know that you're Christians because you prayed and you gave thanks for the food. And uh, we were a bit surprised. Mostly these people are Buddhist and may not know what the habits of Christians are. But he said, we have Thai Christians come here and eat here too, and they do the same thing. They pray much longer than you did. <laughs> maybe, maybe the Thai Christians uh, were much more thankful than, than us missionaries, I'm not sure. But uh, it, it's always a helpful habit to have um, to give thanks to the Lord. Romans chapter 1. Um, and, and we see this throughout all of Paul's letters too. He says, uh, first I thank my God through Jesus Christ for all of you because your faith is proclaimed in all the world. He sees the way that the Lord is working in people's lives and he's thankful for that. Uh, he's not just thankful for the things that God provides him, but he's thankful for the way that God is working the lives of other people and the work of the gospel is going throughout the world. And I think that's great too. And uh, talking about thanking other people, uh, he also thanks the Philippians um, in, uh, in, in his letter to the Philippians. He thanks my God in all my remembrance of you, always in every prayer of mine, for you all making my prayer with joy. He has this wonderful relationship with them and he's just so thankful for, for what, um, what is happening in their lives. And, and, but also he's thankful for that relationship and the way that they look after him too. Uh, he goes on later on in the letter. He says, Yet it was good of you to share in my troubles. Moreover, as you Philippians know, in the early days of your acquaintance with the gospel, when I set out from Macedonia, not one church shared with me in the matter of giving and receiving, except you only. For even when I was in Thessalonica, you sent me aid more than once when I was in need. Not that I desire your gifts. What I desire is that more be credited to your account. I have received full payment and have more than enough. I am amply supplied. Now that I have received from Ephroditus the gifts that you sent, 
They are a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice pleasing to God. And my God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Jesus Christ. Um, Just uh, a couple of days ago, somebody asked me, um, what's it like being a missionary, having to raise support uh, or, you know, talk, talk to churches or, or you know, um, be waiting for, for support to come in. Um, they know of other people who've found that difficult and feel like when they're on home assignment they have to almost beg um, to have financial support in order to be able to go back to the field. Um, actually, I've, I've never had a problem with that, to be honest. Uh, one of the reasons is um, the founder of uh, CIM, which is now OMF International, uh, Hudson Taylor, he always had this attitude that our support comes solely for God, from God. It is God who provides our needs. Uh, and just like Paul in his letters, he says, you know, these are things that the Lord provides for you. And uh, as we, you know, state when we pray, as we state that uh, when we show our faith in the Lord, it is the Lord who provides all that we need. And, and that's why I won't... Uh, Normally, I won't speak about finances um, wherever I am. I just thought it would be good to talk about that here. Um, and what I what I consider is that when people give to the local church, when they give to a, a Christian charity or some sort of Christian ministry, whether in Australia or overseas, this is something that they're giving to God, and it's between us, you know, between us and and, and God. And whatever my my um, supply is, whatever my support is. That too, I need to be praying to the Lord for that to come in. Hudson Taylor uh, said this very famous quote. Some of you might have heard of this before. He said, God's work done in God's way will never lack God's supply. And Paul makes this uh, this point very clear. He says, this offering, this, this gift that you gave me, is actually a gift to God. He says, it's a fragrant offering, an acceptable sacrifice, and pleasing to God. And uh, at the same time, he also confirms this fact that God will meet all your needs according to riches in the glory of Jesus Christ. And, and that's been my experience. Um, throughout 23 years, we've had three sons go to international school in Thailand. And, uh, you know, I never knew where the money would come from, but the Lord just provided uh, all that time. We came back to Australia, and as you read in the papers, there's this rental crisis. We, you know, hear from um, my brother-in-law. He's been looking at houses for us to rent in Australia. And uh, he said, you know, each house that comes up for rent, there's 20 people applying for this house. And yet we had a signed rental application uh, and accepted um, by the owners within four days of arriving in Australia. Isn't God good? God will meet all my, my, my needs according to his grace and his glory uh, in Christ Jesus. One of the things that we find in the Bible... Um, this is the third thing that uh, we find, is that there's also a commentary on the attitude of ungratefulness. In 2 Timothy chapter 3, um, Paul writes, Understand this, that in the last days there will come times of difficulty, for people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, and ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swallowed with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And when I read the papers and when I sort of see things on social media, I see a lot of this here. And it's a warning to me too. There are times when I, 
I complain to the Lord. I, you know, there might be something that I want to have, I don't have, or there's something that's happening, and then I think, you know, oh, maybe I should be able to do that too. And it, and it, the Lord just reminds me time and time again how much He has done for me, how much He provides for me, how much He cares for me, and I don't want to be ungrateful. You know, He reminds me that all of these things is uh, part of a heart that is not right with God. I would prefer to be walking closely with my Lord and just being able to be grateful for all that he provides for me. So, there's a a lot that we can read about in the Bible. There's a lot that we can be, you know, thinking about in our own attitude. How is our own attitude before the Lord? And uh, I would just like to encourage you um, with four, four R's, four different ways that we can be thankful in practice. Now, I don't know if, if John does this much. You know, I know many preachers these days don't like to use their alliteration, you know, have their four R's or their, you know, things like that. But um, every now and then I like to put this together. So hopefully this will help you to remember some of these things. Um, so thankfulness in practice for R's. Firstly, we need to realize that everything we have is a gift from God. Therefore, make gratitude a way of life. Paul writes in the book of Colossians, And let the peace of Christ rule in your hearts, to which indeed you were called in one body, and be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly, teaching and admonishing one another with all wisdom, singing psalms and and hymns and spiritual song, with thankfulness in your hearts to God. And whatever you do, in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So Paul manages to fit the word thank or thankfulness in here three times in this passage. And, uh, you know, he, he wants it to be just a way of life, just realizing how well the Lord looks after us. I mentioned a little bit before uh, about um, thankfulness being uh, an act of faith. I actually remember uh, reading a story of a, a young lady. Her fiancé was killed in a car accident and she went into a, a period of uh, extreme depression. Six months later, she was talking with a Christian counsellor, and the Christian counsellor said to her, I want you to pray to the Lord and thank him for the death of your fiancé. Whoa, what do you mean? How can I be thankful to the Lord? And he said to him, so the counsellor said to her, you know, if you have faith that the Lord has all things in his hands, then you will realise that even though it was a terrible situation and something that none of us would want for, the Lord has this in his hands. Romans chapter 8, verse 28, what does it say? Um, The Lord works good in the lives of those who love him and who are called according to his purposes. The Lord has good things for us. And even though we can't see the reason for some things that happen, we don't know why they happen all the way, all the time. And yet the Lord um, can do these good things for us. It looks like I skipped... uh, my, my story to, to the wrong point. The second, second R is remember that thankfulness is an exercise of faith, trusting that the Lord is control and provides all that we need. 1 Thessalonians says, Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. Not just some, not just the circumstances that make us feel good. Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus. Thirdly, need to regularly give thanks in your prayers. Often we pray to the Lord when we have some sort of intercession, some sort of need. Lord, help me with this. Lord, I I need that. Would you please bless um, 
our pastor, would you bless our church and, and uh, these people who are working for you? Remember to give thanks to the Lord too for, for the good things that he does. And this is what Paul writes in, in 1 Timothy. He says, first of all, I urge supplications, prayers, intersections and thanksgivings be made for all people. He says, first of all, not just, you know, just, just tacked on, first of all, because once again, that helps us to have that right sort of attitude when we come to prayer in the Lord. And uh, also, as we pray for our kings and those in high positions, um, we need to be praying with thankfulness too. I think some of us will go, you know, Scott Morris said, why should I thank the Lord for... Or maybe you'll go, Anthony Albanese, you know, why should I thank the Lord for, for, for him? But the Lord tells us once again that we need to thank him um, because that... As we pray for these people, um, these people provide a society that peaceful and quiet life and give us the opportunity to live a, a life that's godly and dignified in every way. Not everything will be perfect in this world, but if our attitude is, is uh, thankful and grateful, we'll be able to see the positives in uh, the things that we do. Alice Walker said, Thank you is the best, best prayer that anyone could say. I say that one a lot. Thank you expresses extreme gratitude humility and understanding. Finally, um, the fourth R is respond with thanks in creative ways. Words, cards, gifts, actions are all ways we show sincerity of our gratitude. In Thailand, the Thai people um, don't shake hands, they actually why like this. And the why is, is, a, is a sign of respect, the why is a sign of, of uh, um, uh, greeting, and it's also a sign of thank you. And so this morning I'd like to say thank you once again to you all. Uh, thank you for the way that you've partnered with my wife and I in the ministry in Thailand. And uh, let me just uh, challenge you to consider today how will you thank your mother? Uh, or how will you thank God for, for the parents that you have uh, or have had? And uh, let's pray. Father God, there is just so much to be thankful for. We thank you for the wind and the rain. We thank you for the sunshine and for the food, the clothes we wear, for the cars we drive, for the houses we live in, for the friends we have. We thank you more than that for Jesus Christ. Jesus who came to give of himself, to become a, a servant in, on this world and, and more than that, to die and, and show, his, show the love of God to all of us die and take away our sins so that we may be reconciled with you. Father God, we just want to thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the church that you have made and the church that you have put together here in Atherton Tableland. Father God, we want to thank you for each one of us who are here today and for the people in our families who are such a blessing to us. Father, we want to thank you too for those situations that are difficult in our lives. We know that you use these situations to build us and grow us and, and build resilience into our lives. But more than, more than that, Father, we just want to pray that you would give us a grateful attitude every day and that we would be able to pray with thankfulness, we would be able to uh, talk with other people with thankfulness and that we would be able to just be uh, knowing that you are caring and looking after us in every part of our lives. We pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen.